to paraphrase from Chazal, Man Yishmita Eitzel HaSinai, I'd like to discuss a theme which goes across from Amuna and Bitochen to Ben Adam and they sound like two very disparate but important hashkafas, and two very different Yesodis in Yiddishkeit, both of which are important. The question we're going to have to figure out is what do they have to do with each other, and what do they have to do with Shemitah? Sefer HaChinuch gives no less than four different reasons that Shemitah and Yovel have so many dinim and so many effects on the livelihood and lifestyle of people for an entire year. And the reasons are the underpinnings for this very important mitzvah, which still applies in Eretz Yisrael today, according to most Peskim, some hold it's actually Daresa. But even here in Chutzlar, it's, it takes up so much room and focus in Chumish, the Sefer Achino says that it has to have basic Yisoydus in Avedis Hashem, and as we will see, both Ben Adam Chavera, Ben Adam Lamakam, and the all-important tie-in to both areas. We'll briefly read the four reasons with some further parish from the Sif Sechayim, and then in Mitzvah Shem, we'll see how Sham Shofar Hirsch ties it in in a very similar vein. First reason the Chinuch gives, L'gvaya belibenu l'tzayar tzir chazot b'machshav tenu, we should have in our machshavis, and we should have constantly in our minds, the concept of Chiddush Olam. Shabbos, obviously, plays this role as well, as the Chinuch points out. Six days of work, seventh day of Shabbos, and Zohar, Siyama Shabbos Lakatsha, is to remember every single day the Tachlis of the Malacha is to remember Briyas Olam, to remember the Bari Olam, and what the Bayerim did to give us Shabbos is to give us a reminder on Shabbos that we have to spend the day of rest focusing on our Ruchnius, but gave us the rest of the week with the challenge that on the one hand, after Chet Adam Rishon, we have to do a Shtadlis, we have to be pretty involved in Elam Azeh, in Yanni Elam Azeh. At the same time, every day market, all this is for our Ruchnius. And the Shemitah cycle, six years and the seventh year, is really the same thing on a much larger scale. Because Baruch Hu not only asks us, demands of us that we take off one day of the week and not work and focus on our Ruchnius. Here he asks the farmers, which certainly in agricultural-based society were most people, and even though today most of us are in the city in various trades or high-tech, the aside is still going to be the same, and even in this very high-tech world, we still need the farmers. I think we see that in this particular tkufa. The food chain is vital, and that's always going to be the case. So the Chinah says, like, We should always understand this union of Chiddush Olam. Ba'chayva shanim 
and have that in mind for the 60 years that we're working that it's not it's not what we do, which he's going to get to and elaborate in the second time. Here is just the notion that the cycle is a cycle that has built in remembering Bria Sa'ilam, remembering Kodesh Baruch Hu, and understanding that Kodesh Baruch Hu wants us to use the cycle as the pinnacle, the day to rest and focus on Ruchnius, and the year to rest and focus on Ruchnius, but to include that in the Sheshis and Mebrashis in the seven year cycle, the sixth years are the Yemechel, and the seventh year is Kedusha. As we see by Shabbos. The second reason. Besides having the land rest that we can't work it, we also have to take whatever might grow and be mafkirit. So we understand that the land that we're working for six years and that gives us the produce and gives us the yield that hopefully we're looking for. It's not the land that's doing it. It's not Mother Nature and it's not our great Chachma. When he wants and when he desires Mitzavah Lafkir, Makosh Baruch Hu owns it, and he can be Mitzavah, and he is Mitzavah, went to be Mafkir, everything to remind us that it's not our Shtadlis, and it's not Mother Nature, it's only year to year, every crop, every amount is Nigzim in Hashemayim and Rosh Hashanah, and to remind us of that, we're told not to work it, and to Mafkir, whatever happens to grow. The second Yisoyed is extremely important to remember, not just during the seventh year, but during the work year, the other six, and during the work day, six days of the week. Sesachayim brings down a Targum. We once spoke about this in a drosha. It's a fascinating Targum. It's one line, and if we can remember it as we go to work, while we're at work, it would make the Yisoyed of the Avedi and the Shtadlis so much more productive and rewarding. Probably a little less nerve-wracking. When we think it's completely up to us, we're often putting ourselves under more pressure. And he brings down from the Pesukim that talk about the bracha that Hashem gives that reminds us that it's the decision of Hashem alone and the amount of ishtadlis we do doesn't necessarily get carry with it a guarantee of a particular income, particular yield and crop. The Pasuk he's bringing from Dvarim Ches Yod Ches, The Targum over there says, Pashat the Pasuk is, Hashem is giving you the Kayach to be able to follow through, to do the work, to bring in the food, and to harvest. The Targum there says, Targum usually teaches what we think is the Pasuk Pashat, and the Targum says, the strength doesn't just mean the strength. It's not all physical labor. Farming is, but there are many ways to make a living and business and various professions. And we could get absorbed in ourselves with our gaiva and assume, well, we're studying, we're learning, we're trying to outthink the competition, and therefore it's all us, or it's mainly us. It's mostly us. We need a little help from Hashem. That's also a stickle clear. 
That's what a person means when he says, Bezdes Hashem. Im Yitz Hashem, would be more clear, a different discussion, a different day, why both are considered proper expressions, but we have to have the right thing in mind. And the Targum says, Hashem gives you the idea of what to buy, when to buy it, at what price, when to sell, who to deal with, what industry to go into, when to get in the market, when to get out of the market, and anybody makes money, they're already getting the credit or giving themselves the credit of being such chachamim, into Rahman Islam, it doesn't work. And yes, you have to do the shtadlis and look at the graphs and try to make your best guesstimate. But at the end of the day, it's a guesstimate. It's Siata Deshmaya, first and foremost, and it's Nigzer and Rosh Hashanah. A person doesn't succeed in this, doesn't mean he's less worthy, and whatever his particular Nisayan based on his Sharish and Neshama. But the Targum says, understand, means the Eitzah of when to do the particular transaction and what to go into, what not to go into. And as Chaim explains, that's what the Chinuch means by Tom number two. And that is that we are mafker everything and we don't work, so we take off just as we do on Shabbos. But here it's for a whole year to understand the result has nothing to do with us. And if we're zeicher, we're going to have what to eat. And if we're not, it's going to be a little more difficult. And it even points out that it's interesting, this Yesayi and Mitach and Amunah, and avoiding Kechavet Yadi and the Gaiva that involves, Chayra does not depend to avoid the Sakarka. Why is this a din in Shemitah? It's a din in business. It could be a metatolin, it could be stocks, it could be software development, it could be many things. He says the answer is that by Vedza Karka, it's specifically dangerous because the more you have a an object in front of you, a chefsa, that you can grow attached to. The land was owned by you and your father and your grandfather, your great-grandfather, we'll get to that soon. And you have an attachment. This is your farm and you know it, you know how to work it and you know how to make it produce and you can fool yourself even more. But no doubt it applies to most of us who are not farmers and the object we're buying, the object we're selling... Whatever object and whatever system we're using to make money, we can become attached to it and think that we're the ones that are making it move. We're the prime shakers and we're the rainmakers. And Shemitah, the concept reminds us that that's not only not true, but it could be a very damaging thought for our relationship with HaKadosh Baruch and our Ruchnius. Tom Gimel, reason number three. And now he moves on to Ben Adam And he says, this teaches us the Midah of Vatronus, how to be a Mavater, how to be kind, how to be forgiving. The biggest Chesed is Chesed Shalem, as we know, Chesed Shalem is I don't expect anything returned from the person, because the person is not here anymore. So over here, the Torah is asking us, not only to not work, and not only to not bring in the crop, but to be mafkirit and let people come onto your fields. You can't lock the doors, and they can take whatever they want, and they're acting like the balabatim. And that takes work on yourself. This is your field, and it's your father's field, your grandfather's field. And the tell us is that you're actually giving to people you're probably never going to see again. They might not even say thank you. Matter of fact... Pabi Ashaila, so it's good to say thank you, but it's not his. Who are you thanking? Tara says, You don't have Bailus here. 
thank a person for keeping the mitzvah of Shemitah. It's like, thank you for keeping Shabbos. Then again, you want to work on Yemidus. Famous Misa with the, the Alta Slobotka gave the Bochram money if they didn't have to go home for Ben Azman. Sometimes they didn't have just enough fare to get on the train and he would loan the money and after Ben Azman, they'd come back and they'd pay it back and one Bochram came in and he said, thank you very much. And the Alta said, did you forget the Sugya and Ezu Neshach? You can't say thank you because it's Ribiz Dvarm. This is Drabana and you're giving back the hundred dollars, the hundred rubles and you're also saying thank you. So Tom had said, oh, I didn't, didn't realize and the next time, with the next Talmud, he came in and he had overheard the conversation and he gave back the money. He didn't say thank you. And the Alta says, somebody loans you money, does a chesed, you come back, you don't say thank you. He was utterly confused. And the Alta said that you have to learn the sugi and you have to know how to do it. There are heterim, diskele mitzvahs, there are different heterim, but you have to show some hakaris within the halacha because you can't do it without hakaris So probably have a similar issue over here. But Abidin, they don't have to say anything because they have as much ownership on this land and this backyard and this field and this farm as you do. So they're just walking in. And you might not get a thank you. You might not get any return of the favor, but they don't have to. And there's no tikva for gemul. And you're learning the midah of Vadronis. Fourth reason, also, here's the tie-in, this fourth reason, cuts across Ben Al-Machavar and Ben Al-Makam, we'll explain why that is. You work on your bitachon because a person is now taking a giant leap of faith. Talks about the people who kept Shemitah the correct way. We see how hard it was because this week's parsha says Rashi explains, the Pusik says that 70 years of Gauls represented 70 Shemitahs that they didn't keep. It's not Shaykh Klaiso wasn't keeping Shemitah at all. It means they didn't keep it not enough people kept it, or not enough people kept it well. Why was it so difficult? The answer is we understand why. We understand why Nebuch, a person, doesn't have a job for a week, a month. It's difficult financially. It's depressing. It's a difficult battle in Bitochen and Amuna. And the way to handle it, obviously, is that Kosh is telling you now, your putter, do your shtadlis to get a new one, but you have more time to learn, more time to daven. This is something that, unfortunately, is not gay in this particular tkufa. And here, Kosh Baruch asks most of the members of Klai Yisrael, the time of the Torah and Chazal, and certainly many members even now, when we get back to Yisrael, we still need the farming, and they're being asked to take off a year. It's a tremendous, tremendous Nisayan and Bitochen. And they kept it, but apparently, by Yisrisha, not well enough. And part of the Kapara of the 70 years was Keneged, the 70 Shemitahs that weren't kept the way they should have been. And Chazal called them Giburi Kayach, people who jump into mitzvahs, understanding that this is going to be a giant leap in Bitochen. And many people passed, and many people were still working on it. And these Giberi Kayach, the Giberi Chayol, are the ones who were in the trenches, who were giving up their own Panasa. We're learning this in theory, but our Gvura has to be to take from it what these lessons are trying to teach everybody, whether the farmers or not. So, so far, we have the concept of bringing Gosh into every day of work and every year of work. We have the issue of being Mafkir and the Vatronis in terms of 
giving things away to people who might, yes, or might not say thank you and might never be able to reciprocate and show Hakar Satoiv. And the reason being addressed now sort of ties them together. As Loshan again, Here he opens the door. It's his field. It's his father's field. Grandfather's going back to Yeshua ben Nun. Pride of ownership. And he's letting people come in, hang around, pick what they want. And Hashem said, this is the way it's going to be. And you're still going to have what to eat. And you get a bumper crop. In the sixth year, you need Bitochen to be able to see that through. And every six years in the cycle, he's used to locking the gate, rightfully so. It's his. And they're Malumid in taking in their crop and enjoying it themselves and giving it stucca. And giving it like a shikh and pay. I'm not talking about people who aren't giving stucca. And he has to undo that mindset that he's Malumid in to be able to be one part of society without any shaykhs to this field more than anybody else. And he concludes, if a person learns these Yisaitis, the Sefer Chinuch tells us and promises us, if he does this every seven years, and if we're focusing on this, it'll help us, the meat of stinginess won't take hold of us if we realize this is what the Torah is asking us to do. And we will be mechazik arbitachin. And says Sechayim asks, rightfully so, why would he recap all four reasons and tie them both together? Some of these points are talking to increase our midah of generosity, vatronus, of being mavram, letting people walk all over our field even though we sort of used to own it. We will own it next year. And then it talks about Bitochen and Hashem, the part of the mitzvah that gives us the reminder that Hashem is a Elam and is the Elam every minute and is still in control. And Hashem rested on Shabbos and wants us to have one big Shabbos for the entire year. Two very important aspects of Yiddishkeit, but why does the Sefer Chinuch tie it in in one line? The answer is, that if a person really wants to work on his Ben Adam al and this is an assignment for everybody every day, how to minimize or eradicate fighting and Lashon Hara and Kinna and Sinna and how to work on our midas of generosity, vatronus, of giving, giving, and giving, even when we don't always get a thank you, we don't always receive the appreciation we should, and we're not always giving the appreciation we should be showing toward others. All that boils down to one thing, Bitochen. Kosh Baruch is one in the world. He asks us not to continue the Machlekes and not to take Nakama and to keep giving and giving to emulate the Midas of Gosh Baruch Hu, Mahu Racham Afatarachu, Mahu Chanan Afatachanun. And this is all for our Midas, but it's only going to work to become more daimed to the Midas of Gosh Baruch Hu if we first have Bitochen that Hashem is keeping score, Kaviyachal, Yesh Din Vyesh Dayan, and nothing is missed in the Shemaim, everything is written down, and Hashem is. Neman to the Mashalim, the full schar. And nobody gets away with anything. And there's Din, there's Dayan, the Rosham will get theirs, and the Sadiqim will get theirs, and it's not our concern. All that is a function of Bitochen. So Sister Chaim says beautifully, and Rabshamshon for Hirsch says this as well. He points out that in the Parsha, 
one parsha after another, we have Shemitah and Yevil, and then we have Kisim Chumimkil Amisechal, Kani Amisechalus, Asani Ishasachiv, we have Anoz Devarim, we have Anoz Mammon. Don't rip people off in business and don't insult them. Asani Ishasamisai, first one's Mammon, the second one's Jarben al Chavero. Don't say biting comments, don't say hurtful things. So Shasha Fersh asked a similar kasha. What's the flow of the parshas here? One's about betachan Hashem of knowing where your parnasa comes from and who created the world and who's running the farms and who's producing the yield of the crop. That's ben adam l'makom, that's betachan. And then we go parsha parsha and talk about ben adam l'chaveru. So Shasha verse says the same yesoid that the makar of succeeding in your ben adam l'chaveru Getting better at it, becoming more generous, having a kinder eye, being down the kafzchus, looking for the good in people, not causing or continuing machlokes and lashon hara and metzi shemra and sin and kina, is basically going to boil down to your midah of bitachon amun and akash baruch hu. Is Hashem in control? And therefore, I don't have to worry about my competitors. I don't have to rank them out. I don't have to worry about my competitors who I feel are threatening me for my covid and my limelight. I don't have to be competitors in business. All machlokes and boil down to. Jealousy when somebody's looking at somebody else, he or she is competing for my attention, uh, competing, competing with the ava that I want from somebody, competing with the circle of people I want to be part of. And every time somebody gets something I feel is taken away from my covet, all that is a chasar and a bitachin. So, therefore, the chinuch says in one line if you want to improve your midav atronis and you want to be less stingy, stingy is not only in money, but and smiling, and maizim tevim, and being kind to other people, if you want to be more giving, directly tied in with bitachin, that Hashem created the world, Hashem is running the world, and Hashem is looking at every minute detail of every single person's life, and you're not being shortchanged, and you won't go without, because of the fact that you're letting go, and trying to internalize that Hashem is running everything. And it all boils down to that bitachin, be mechazikit, and then applying it, to our Ben Adam Mechaverim. It's an incredible Mahalach, and Rosh Hashanah takes it through the entire Parsha, and he says everything in the Parsha that talks about the temptation to compete dishonestly and to take people for a ride or to insult people, to do all the things that people get stuck in, it all goes to the beginning of Shemitah and Yevil and Bitachan that Akash Baruch Hu is running the world. Mitzvah we should take this to heart, and at a time where we are doing a lot of Chesed, we need to make sure we're pushing that agenda. We need to make sure that we're being down the kavzchus. We need to make sure that we're giving people the proper covid they need and simchas l'chaim without demanding it ourselves. And it's not so easy day after day to keep giving and giving without taking, but Kosh Baruch Hu has been doing that for eternity and he created human beings with Helik and Neshamas to be able to emulate that. We just have to know that the schar comes and everything is ultimately fair, even though it doesn't look fair. And Akash Baruch Hu is keeping the balance and writing everything down. Kaviyachal. And in the LMMS, we'll see that, although it looks like Ba'elamazeh, no good deed goes unpunished. Ba'elam Haba, the Yem Shakula Arach, no good deed is left without a, not only a proper reward, an immense reward. And unfortunately, in the opposite direction, when people are not living up to what they could do, Kosh Baruch Hu has to push for a further kapara. 
it's much better to do it right the first time. It's a sham. We should all strive to uh, raise the bar on all these things. The achter submits a sham. The raising of continued shalom and maximizing shalom and chesed and staka will give us the schlitz a sham to be back together very soon. And amidst a sham, we will take these lessons and carry it further and remember them. Remember that the more we're together, the more we have a chance to apply all these wonderful things and seize the opportunity to get the schar for ourselves, for our families, and be magdil kvayt shamayim. Good Shabbos.